Welcome to Motivation Insiders, the podcast that explores the way incentive, recognition, and loyalty programs are designed, implemented, and measured. We look at motivation with an exclusive view from, well, the inside. With the help of experts from inside the industry and researchers examining the underlying motivations of why people do what they do, Motivation Insiders delivers a unique perspective that you'll find valuable as a designer or even a program owner. This series is produced under the direction of the Incentive Marketing Association and its affiliate, the Board of Directors for the Incentive and Engagement Solution Providers. And thank you to Iontario and her team for putting the website and graphical content together. I'm grateful for her partnership in producing this podcast. At this point, it's important to give a shout out to the sponsor for this episode, HMI Performance Incentives. HMI helps customers to pinpoint opportunities within your business strategy where you'll have the greatest success when inserting incentive tactics for your target audience. Using a broad repertoire of service capabilities, HMI will design and manage the perfect program for you. You can find them at hmiaward.com. With the important stuff out of the way, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm your host, Tim Houlihan. I'm glad that you can join us for something a little different from Motivation Insiders. In this episode, I'm going to share a conversation I had recently with Lincoln Smith, the Chief Strategy Officer at HMI Performance Incentives. Lincoln cut his teeth in strategy, and throughout his career, he has observed that the most successful incentive programs aren't randomly clever. They're deliberately designed based on data. Successful programs rely on good data to build great relationships with the participants and use it to make solid business decisions, too. Lincoln is passionate about this message. You might even say he's on a quest, and I think you can hear that in his voice. In my conversation with him, we covered four primary topics, each of them focused on the effective use of data in incentive programs. The first element Lincoln focused on is program design and how data cuts through human biased observations and recollections. The second element is decision making and how data directly contributes to the ROI of a program. The third element is how data helps build value into the relationships sponsors have with their dealers and distributors. And lastly, Lincoln shared a methodology that he calls the excellence model as a rubric to design and roll out an incentive program to your channel partners. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Lincoln. And with that, let's get on to the important role data plays in making your program successful. Okay, so Lincoln, you're on this quest to get more business leaders to rely on data to make their business decisions, right? Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, I think a quest is a great uh, a great term, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I like so that. so what what is this quest, and why are you on it? Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a quest or a journey that I've been on for the past twenty years, I suppose, and uh, being part of this industry, uh, you know, each year I've become uh, more and more sure of kind of the approach and the importance of using data as it pertains to, you know, designing incentive and loyalty programs, monitoring incentive and loyalty programs, recommending enhancements, and then, you know, creating, uh, you know, decision-making and business decisions from that data. So I guess it's just been uh, an evolution. And I feel like here as we approach 2022, you know, the approach to using data and, and how it could be used to design programs is super important. 
Okay, so you're arguing that data is a very important element in, in designing uh, and executing these programs. Um, you just mentioned a couple of things. Program design was one of them. Why don't, you, why don't you just start with talking a little bit about how data gets brought into the program design? Well, I think that's always the starting point, isn't it, Tim? I think that you have, um, there's always a key goal and objective. And I think I'd like to always start there. And when you sit down to design a program, it's important to ask yourself, or if you're the one designing it on behalf of another organization, is to really get to the root North Star, or what is the ultimate goal that you're looking for achieving? And one of the things that you can ask yourself or ask uh, whoever the stakeholders are is, you know, in 12 months' time, as we design an incentive or a loyalty program, what would success look like? And be really articulate with it. And from that point, once you've been able to articulate exactly what success looks like, then the question is, is you know, identifying what behaviors would be appropriate in order for that success to take place. And what data do we have to support or measure that? And every time that we go through that type of a process, inevitably, someone will look at the data and say, you know what, there's partial information here, but we have a lot of gaps. And that's kind of an aha moment on being able to kind of say, well, great, let's take a look at what we have and what observations can we make from it? And what information do we still need to uh, acquire and allow us to start to do some modeling and data gathering to help design the proper strategy? You know, in the past, we've talked about uh, the importance of piloting and and testing out ideas, um, especially in early in the design process. Uh, could you could you speak to that a little bit? Well, I think so. Yeah, I think the once you've identified the goal or the objective, and you start to look at some of that data, uh, you can run models off of it uh, in kind of a pre-program analysis in the design phase. And then once you've kind of determined what your goals, objectives, who that target audience is. Uh, you can start to run some short-term, uh, you know, uh, A-B testing and try to really kind of figure out, you know, which communication method or uh, which target audience or what reward system or what type of goals or uh, tracking mechanisms are going to produce the best results. And uh, there's nothing better than being able to do that testing and do, you know, quick learnings from that so that you can make those adjustments and finalize the ultimate strategy to roll out. Uh, you mentioned there were several things. Uh, program design is the first one. What What's the second one that you want to talk about? Well, with data, of course, uh, as I just mentioned, it, it, it's the foundation for um, you know setting the goal and then um, you know designing the right program. So we we just kind of touched on that. I think the the second element that's really important as it pertains to data and insights is the information that you can glean from a program to help drive additional business decisions outside of the program is also another benefit. And uh, of course, you know, the data that you uh, acquire and how you engage your audience is going to be, uh, you know, the primary reason that you're collecting it. But there's other reasons or other information that could be a real benefit from that data. Uh, you know, and, it, you know, as an example, you may even you know, have better profile uh, on your customers, or you may have uh, pricing information, you know, that you were able to glean because of the rewards program for you to do better pricing in the future. You may be able to get 
competitive insights, you know, or through your rewards program that allow you to do better product development in the future. So I think the idea here is, is that, you know, a loyalty and an incentive program, of course, the data could be used to design and engage that audience, but there's a lot of other information that kind of uh, can be uh, useful for, you know, just general business decisions. Yeah, it, it's common to think about data as contributing to the ROI, right? That you're going to use data to calculate the ROI. But kind of what I hear you saying is that to some degree, the data can actually provide a higher resolution image of, of who your customers are, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you kind of pulled on that thread of ROI. And that's that's always the you know the ultimate goal and objective of any initiative is, you know, what kind of return am I going to get? on that investment for these types of programs. And, you know, those are easier to do, especially with sales incentive programs where you can kind of measure uh, what it was uh, the previous year, what kind of growth did I get? What was the incremental gross margin? Does it have a a positive ROI or not? So those are really great uh, instances, but a lot of times it might not be that cut and dry, but the data can certainly help out with measurement in other ways. And uh, one of those might be net promoter scores, as an example. So we might design a program that really doesn't have anything to do with sales or transactions, but really have to do with value-added behaviors. And can you monetize those behaviors and maybe measure them in different ways? And net promoter score is just one example of that. But you also might be able to measure the data uh, as far as conversion rates or um, you know, uh, training and enablement. Uh, you know, or other elements, uh, and other business initiatives that are, you know, they're very important that could be measured and then you could put a value on. And maybe an important part of this, I just don't want to to uh, skip over this uh, this important note that you're gathering this data from the program that you've designed, not necessarily from from uh, the client's general business operations. Is is that correct? It's a, it's a hybrid, I think, in many instances. And it's, it's so funny, you know, when you work with either a Fortune 500 or, uh, you know, a midsize uh, wholesaler that's family-owned for, for multi-generations, uh, at the end of the day, everyone always has a data problem. When I say that, no one, <laughs> right, ever, no one right. ever has a complete set of it. So uh, it really is this idea of um, taking what they have, inventorying it and using it, and then what other information can you collect and overlay? And it really does become three-dimensional uh, with uh, the information that you gather and then what you do and how you interpret that and how you act on it. And I'm telling you that uh, an incentive and a loyalty program is uh, like a goldmine for marketers and sales executives and business people to really think about it differently. And that's what we're seeing with, you know, a lot of our clients and a lot of our experiences. You mentioned there were three. What What's the third leg of this stool that, that you think data has plays an important role in? So the last one is really what is the, the value in uh, giving back to your target audience? So uh, I think the, the more that you know about your customer, the more value you can bring back to them. And that is then the data is, you know, am I being communicated to in a way that I prefer? Um, You know, is there reward systems that are more meaningful to me as an individual? What other information can you provide me or services can you provide me to do my business even better? So the data that you're collecting and knowing your customer allows you to tailor your communications, your reward systems, Mm, the frequency, 
and really serve them better. And at the end of the day, these loyalty and incentive programs is not to just get people to do things that they didn't want to do. It's getting them motivated and excited to do activities that are in the best interest of all parties. And there's always this what's in it for me. And the more that you know that individual and the more targeted you can be and the more value you can bring back to that individual, the better the results are going to be. So the data allows you to do that. Yeah, it sounds like you're, the data is actually contributing to building better relationships with your, your dealer network. Some people are preventative or have a kind of a prevention mindset. And, you know, that's where, you know, losses loom larger than gains. So if I know that I have more of a preventative personality trait, and Tim, you might be able to kind of comment on this, but, you know, how I'm communicated to, uh, you know, is going, you know, my reactions are going to be different. So knowing that about that individual and how I frame things up to that individual is certainly going to impact on how they react. Yeah, we always, uh, I always appreciate getting messages that are relevant to me, right? You know, and, and uh, when I feel like a company has taken time to to take the information that they've learned about me and actually use that in the way that they communicate with me, it enhances the brand. Definitely. Another another quick example, though, is even on reward systems, is that, you know, if I'm a business owner and I'm the target audience of a particular program, um, you know, there, there might be more value to me having business-oriented reward systems that are being offered opposed to very personal or aspirational types of rewards or giving them the choice or you know that individual so well, you're presenting those items that are going to be the most meaningful to them. So yeah. again, that's just kind of profiling and trying to figure out exactly what is going to be the most uh, interesting and the most uh, motivational for those targets. So Lincoln, can you help the listeners with possibly a way of thinking about this? I mean, I think these these are three really important factors to consider, but do you have kind of a lens or a, a method or an approach that you might be able to share? Yeah, no, absolutely. So you know, one of the methodologies that, that I've used is a, a methodology that we've framed as the excellence approach. And the excellence approach really has four different phases to it, Tim. And, you know, this is a, a lot of consulting companies have similar types of models or frameworks. But uh, the first, uh, you know, phase or part of the framework is what we call the exploration phase. And um, the second phase is what we call the envisioning the third is execution. And the fourth is the evaluation. And, you know, as you start to look through that chronologically, the exploration phase is really a critical one because that's the starting point. You know, that's really where you're able to identify whatever the business goals are and then start to explore uh, what type of information and data that you currently have. Uh, what your competition might be doing, what historical programs that you've had, uh, and really start to dive in and explore the data and all of the information so that you then have a good landscape. And that's where you're going to also un un uncover where the gaps are as far as what information you might have missing. So the exploration phase is critical to uh, you know designing any incentive program. And, and could you basically just give a quick example of what what that's like in the real world? Well, I think a lot of the times is that, you know, if you're looking at uh, maybe a sales incentive program to your customer channel, you know, uh, really understanding 
what is the historical sales maybe over a three-year period, you know, overlaying conceivably seasonality, you know, just like this past year, there was price increases, you know, did those price increases happen because of supply chain issues, really exploring, you know, why those trends or those realities have happened. So uh, really diving deep into those, uh, that information is critical, you know, on that same thread, you know, maybe product mix is really important. So not only looking at the sales numbers year over year, but then, you know, what is it broken down by category? Again, looking at the profitability by customer, again, looking at it, maybe regionally overlaying industry information. So uh, when you start to really look at all of that information collectively, some of the nuggets start to pop out at you. And with that, uh, you could also take a look at, you know, what are the key behaviors that those customers are doing and profile them and to say, all right, these are behaviors that profile a good customer. How am I going to get the rest of my customer base to look like that? And that's when you start to then take an inventory and put together a model that says, all right, how do we design a program to get those customers to act like the best ones? And that's really part of the exploration stage, right? That's right. And that moves into our envisioning phase. And that's where we have a designed concept. And that's where we will then start to test it. And those tests could be either short uh, tests or they could be kind of longer in duration. But the idea here is to test our hypothesis that this type of structure, this type of reward system, this type of communication is in fact going to you know, create the right results. And if the, that is the case, then you execute it to a grander scale, and that's the execution phase. And then the final phase is the evaluation, and that's where we have these different KPIs. We're monitoring these programs and the engagement you know, numbers and you know, whatever the goals and objectives of the program are, monitoring towards those. And if we're on track, you know, like I always say, you know, put your foot on the gas pedal and double down on the strategy. And, you know, for any reason, you're not getting those results that we anticipated, then that gives us an opportunity to reflect on that data and make new adjustments and really go back to the beginning stages of exploring and exploring why these things are happening and vision, whatever those changes might be, execute those and evaluate. So you can kind of see how it becomes very cyclical. What would you want listeners to come away with? You're on this quest what do you want to make sure that the that the the business leaders who are listening to it get out of your quest to make data an important uh, factor in the programs? Yeah, no, I think that all of us need to do, a, uh, you know, I should say a better job, but all of us need to kind of take a look at this more than one dimensionally. And a loyalty and an incentive program can be an unbelievable tool to help drive profit and, you know, uh, move people's behaviors and nudge them to, uh, you know, an ideal state. And in order to do so, you really have to understand all of the information, all the data that's in front of you, such what, such as what are those key behaviors? What are the communications? What's the frequency of them? What's the, the framing of those communications? What kind of reward systems are there? Um, you know, what's the timing of it? What's the context? And data allows you to look at all of those elements to help create the right program. And the other piece, not to overcomplicate this, but you know, there are oftentimes not a single individual with a single data set. There are multiple individuals that are ultimately uh, going to be need or 
going to be needed to be included in an incentive program for the results to take place. And so as an example, it might be your suppliers, your sales team, and your customers. So being able to look at all of that data as it pertains to each of those individuals and figuring out how they can kind of contribute to the overall success, you know, makes it even that much more, uh, not necessarily daunting, but that much more on target when you start to look at it that way. I think that about wraps it up for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed my conversation with Lincoln Smith and give additional consideration to the data you're collecting and how you're using it to improve your strategies, program designs, and the implementation of your incentive programs. Thanks again to our sponsor, HMI, for supporting this episode of Motivation Insiders. You can find them at hmiaward.com. This podcast is a co-production of the IMA, IESP, and Behavioral Grooves. I'm your host, Tim Houlihan, and thank you for listening to Motivation Insiders. We hope you check out all the other episodes as well. 